people, I'm sad. Genuinely, I am sad. I just got done watching, uh, like, you know those those things, um, like those roasts? I don't know if, like, people even watch, like, Comedy Central anymore or, like, comedians or things like that. People who say edgy stuff. Like, something that would not be accepted at all today under any circumstance unless you were in a comedy club that was, like, bulletproof, right? Because if you say anything that's even semi-offensive, then all hell breaks loose. So I was watching it. It was like an hour long, and it it was just all these different roasts. And it was crazy because I was like, you know, I was laughing because it was funny, even though a lot of the stuff they were saying was objectively offensive, but not offensive in the sense like they were trying to be mean because they genuinely disliked the person. It's just, hey, I'm poking fun at you, yada, yada, yada. And... Um, it kind of made me sad after I got done watching it. Cause like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm watching it. I'm laughing. It's enjoyable. But then I'm like, I snap back to reality. I'm like, like, damn, like you can't honestly like be this way anymore. I don't need, I, I feel as though there was a time period in which people were like that with each other, just in general. Um, you know, where they were a little bit edgy or, um, they 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 push certain like boundaries. They they towed certain lines that were that are uh, by today's standards going too far. But as I was watching, and I'm like, man, like you you just don't like hear any of this anymore. And the 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 thing that happened, the the thing that I've watched. Hold on, let me actually look look it up. Um, I forgot when it was. Like, when it actually happened. Uh, Holy crap. Actually, this happened, yeah, 2015. Wow. That was, God, like, what was that, like, um, like, six years ago, I was 14. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. Yeah, 14, when those came out, and I... I don't know. I'm old enough to understand the jokes now. So I watched them. And like I said, after after it, I'm like, man. Like, honestly, people just can't say certain things anymore. Um, and I, honestly, I, I, any time that we've done any of these episodes, I've typically, like, given my opinion on it, right? Uh, and I, I guess I have my opinions on it to a degree, but... I'm, like, genuinely uh, interested as to how we got to this point where literally everything that is said in person, online, whatever, it, it has to pass some, like, certain, I don't even know. Like, it, it has to go through some certain, like, um, like like filtration system before society deems it appropriate to put it out. I guess that's like the 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 best way I can put it. Because it all started probably like not it all started, but at least whenever I started to pick up on it. It was maybe like when was it like I want to say like a year or two ago. A year or two ago, uh Joe Rogan had on Twitter executives from uh, or on his podcast, and the bulk of the 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 topics were 
in relation to what people are allowed to say. And I feel as though it's gotten progressively worse worse over the year with people in real life policing what other people say, uh, platforms policing what other people say. It's just kind of, it's all kind of weird to me. But that's when I, like, really started to, um, to, like, pay attention to how, like, essentially how pressed people get about, other, like, things that other people say. And then we've coined this term hate speech, um, which it, to some people it can just be seen as, like, your opinion. Like, you don't like what I say, so you deem it, like, hate speech. Now, I feel as though there are things that are, like, blatant hate speech, but then at the same time, there are other people who might agree with it. So, is it really? I don't really know. So, I'm just so confused, really. And and I guess that's good because then it brings on the intrigue of how we got to this point. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Think For Yourself, the number one podcast in my mind, hopefully in yours. And... Like, over, like, the past day or so, I've seen all these people being, uh, like, blocked and, like, their accounts are being, like, terminated on, uh, on, like, various social media platforms for hate speech. And it's even more pressing today because there are, are, are so many avenues to be a victim and then profit off of that that you really have to pay attention really to what it is that you say, even though it's unfortunate. Now, I'm not saying you can just really say anything you want, but it's gotten to the point where if you breathe the wrong way, then you will most likely be looking over your shoulder for the rest of your life. Now, this lady, um, what she said was mean simply because I'm a guy. Now, I didn't think too much of it because I really don't care. It's not that big a deal to me. But she said... um, she, some lady posted on Facebook, uh, why are men so dumb? And she got, uh, she got blocked on Facebook. Like, Facebook itself blocked her after she posted them. Said, why are men so dumb? And they deemed it as hate speech. It, all these, like, articles, like all the headlines, um, that's what they say. Facebook from the New York Post Facebook blocks women's uh, why are men so dumb comment as hate speech. Facebook blocks woman for hate speech after she posted why are men so dumb. Face woman blocked from Facebook for hate speech after asking why men are so dumb. Facebook bans woman for hate speech for asking why are men so dumb. And then it even like... Even other social media platforms are starting to, like, get, like, real serious about this. Said Instagram to crack down on hate speech testing limits tools. Canada unveils plans to make online hate speech a crime. Holy crap. How TikTok's hate speech detection tools set off a debate about racial bias on the app. Uh, Of course, uh, racial topics have to be brought into it when you're talking about hate speech. That's like the the epicenter for it. But it's just, like I said, I'm more intrigued than anything because it's just insane how we got to this point where um, 
Like, anytime someone says anything, we all have to hold our breath, right? At least that's how I feel as though society is today, where people have to essentially hold their breath to see what the hell is about to pop off. Because everything that is said, something happens, right? Like, like, uh, like I couldn't even imagine if all, like, the jokes that I heard, I might even play one just because it was, it was kind of funny in my opinion. All of them were funny. I was, I laughed, I enjoyed them, but... I couldn't even imagine if, like, those people were, like, saying this stuff in, like, everyday society. And, like, not even necessarily trying to be mean, um, like, specifically mean to a person, but just, like, making, like, poking fun, teasing or whatnot. I couldn't imagine if they said that, like, just out in the open. Because, like, the, the, the stuff that people used to be able to say... Or, or maybe stuff that, like I said, you'll hear at like a comedy show or even something like you'll hear in like a freaking like Call of Duty lobby or something like that. Shout out to all the like kids who were, um, who came up on Call of Duty, like myself. In those lobbies, people today wouldn't survive. I might even find one of those where, um, like a, a Call of Duty lobby where you're in like game chat voice chat, whatever you want to call it, depending on how old you are or how young you are, you might call it something different. But the 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 the, the severity of those chats were insane, meaning that you had to have some thick skin. It's not, hey, guys, can you just be nice to me or you can't say these things. It's, hey, you have to have some thick skin. But you want to know what's crazy is... Even, like, video game companies have cracked down on that. PlayStation Network is the probably the biggest video game company in the world. Like, between Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony with their PlayStation brand, it's probably the biggest video game, like, company in the world. And what they started doing now is they started, like, uh, monitoring voice chats. They never, they never used to do that, but... Um, ever since last year, like video games started putting uh messages within their games before you played it, where it's like uh, like we don't tolerate racism, and you know, like this is an inclusive community, this, that, and the third. It's like I'm trying to play like NBA 2K, and I get a message that says, "Hey, don't be racist" or something like that, which is this the most bizarre thing ever. That like we live in a world now where that either needs to be said or that companies feel as though they need to say that because they believe some narrative that probably isn't all the way true. It could be either one, um, depending on what the specific situation is. But uh yeah, so PlayStation Network, they started like tracking and like essentially listening in onto what people are saying whenever like you're in like a a chat with like your friends or something like that and you're talking they are now they now have the capabilities to monitor that which is just the weirdest thing to me because um and and like I said I don't want to say weird and like I don't know it I guess bizarre bizarre is probably the best word for it it's bizarre to me because like there, there, there has been a shift, and I don't really notice where it happened. Probably because it happened like, like really, really quickly. 
or maybe real suddenly because you, 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 you're alive one minute and you can kind of just do what you essentially want to do and then you blink and there's red tape on everything, right? Um, so, like I said, I'm seeing all these things and I'm just like, this is the craziest thing ever. But the the first time, like I said, that I really caught wind of it was um, when Joe Rogan had the Twitter executives on his podcast and they were like talking about hate speech and things that people are saying and I don't know. There's a couple of different ways you can go about it, right? Where bullying is bad and and, and making fun of people is bad and whatnot. There's a difference between teasing and bullying. I'm not an advocate for bullying at all. If you are a bully, then, you know, you're kind of a scumbag. But then at the same time, if you're, like, just teasing people, especially if it's in, I guess, good fun or whatnot, that is a completely different thing, but it's hard to it's hard to know, um, like intent or context, especially in an online setting, and that's where the world has kind of transitioned to. Right, is we now live in this online world where uh, all interactions, almost all interactions, are done online now especially because of all this COVID stuff where the entire world has essentially just shut down. You kind of have to be online, right? Mm. And, um, hold on. This is, um, I do have one question before I continue. I, like, I've always been told that, like, water tastes different, like, depending on the brand. I've just never n- noticed it, but I don't know. I'm so used to drinking, like, Dasani and stuff like that, but, um, I don't know. That just, that thought just popped in my mind, because I got this, I don't even know what this brand is. This is some, um, this is, like, purified water. Purified water? Is that a brand, or is that just a type of water? I don't know. Tastes interesting. I feel like I'm just, like, focusing on the, the taste of it. I don't know. I might look that up. Does does water taste different? Hmm. Does oh wow the caps lock is on. Does water taste I mean I know it tastes different, like like the different types of water, but I mean like the different brands of water. Um does water taste different? Like if you like drink like salt water, I mean you probably should go to the hospital. But it definitely tastes a bit different than tap water. Indeed, water has a taste, and not all water tastes the same. Taste is subjective and influenced by both your own biology and the water source. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, anyways, um, so, yeah, so whenever you're, you're, you're talking about the, the world we live in today is primarily online, right? Trying to judge context and intent is extremely hard. And that was one of the talking points when he was talking to those Twitter executives was how do you police that? Because like I, on, in all honesty, like I, I didn't think I saw it all until I saw it where Twitter kicked the United States president off their platform. 
And I'm like, whoa. Now I know some people are going to be like, yeah, you deserved it. Yada, yada, yada. That's not the point. It's the point. The, the point is that they, they did it. Regardless of if anyone thinks it's, it's right or not, it's right or wrong, whatever the case may be, it's the fact that they did it to someone of that magnitude. And it's not like he's that much different from like anybody else in the sense that he's a person. But his position matters to a lot of people. And they kicked him off because of like the stuff that he was saying and the context in which they believed he was saying it in, right? So it, it, it's, it, it's, it's insane because at the general level, the, the, these companies and just people in general, are are policing individuals based on what they say, depending on the context and the intent in which they're saying something, right? Now, that is extremely hard to do, but like I said, they've begun to do it. So my question is, does that infringe upon somebody's right to free speech? Now, I know all speech isn't protected under free speech, but most of what is in the Constitution is um is is there at, so long as no one's rights are being infringed upon right so um like if you're a member of the press or whatnot you have the freedom of press but you can't like storm into somebody's house or like go on their private property and like harass them because the constitution protects you the constitution doesn't protect that like, the Constitution gives you the right to bear arms, but the Constitution doesn't give you the right to go and, and shoot up a grocery store because you've had a bad day. You know what I'm saying? So w- whenever it comes to, I guess, speech, and, and like, if you're, if you're inciting violence, if you're promoting violence, if you're... Um, I don't even. I, I guess those are like the two main things, right? I've heard targeted harassment is like a a thing, but but then it falls into that category. If it's someone bullying or if is someone teasing, and how can you really tell what the context is if it's online, right? Um, but I understand it if they're like you know like like inciting violence or like telling people to commit violence or or to do violence or things like that. Then obviously that's something that you need to police. That's something you'd police in real life, um, away from the internet. But it's it's so interesting because there's so many different avenues you can go down with this, right? So for the average person, the average common person, right? Um, whenever you're policing whatever it is that they're saying, is it because? You know, whether you're like a, a tech company or, or whatever the case may be, is the policing based on the fact that the general population believes that whatever that person was saying was wrong? Or is it because the, the, the tech company in question or the platform in which these people are speaking on, do, do they have a bias? Like, do they have their own personal bias? And do they apply it to how they enforce their policies, right? That That is a very specific question to ask because it, 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 I don't care what anyone's personal, like, political views are or anything like that, it, honestly, because it's irrelevant when you're looking at the bigger picture. 
whenever you're looking at the the general public and how they vote, it's kind of split 50-50, right? Like one year you have a Republican, the next year you have a Democrat. It, it, it flips back and forth every single time. Now, I, I think that if Donald Trump ran against a turtle, Donald Trump would have lost. You know, simply because... People don't like Donald Trump. Some people don't like Donald Trump because his hair is orange or because he has small hands or because he, like, does this weird thing with his fingers where he, like, is talking and it looks like he's throwing up, like, a like a gang sign or, like, the number three or whatnot. Some people don't like him that. Some people don't like him because of he, he's, like, mean, uh, you know, or at least he sounds mean whenever he's talking. Some people don't like him because of his policies. Just a lot of people don't like him. So if a turtle ran against him, then that turtle would have most likely won. Um, but based on the trend of this country and and especially over like the last like few elections, especially if Donald Trump becomes a nominee again, there's a strong chance that he might win, especially considering the current state of like the country. You honestly just have to pick, you know, honestly, or just don't pick at all. But in the direction is going, in my honest, objective opinion, I'd probably say that he'd be on a path to to win that. Um, but who knows? We'll see. Like if, if Biden's still kicking, he might pull something out of a hat, and and we'll see about that. But the point that I'm making is that um, is that whenever, like I said, whenever you're looking at it from a, a, a general perspective when you're just dealing with like your average person right whenever you're policing whatever it is that they're saying is it based on your own personal ideology and that's not so far-fetched because everyone has a, a, a bias right everyone does and if you look at tech companies you'd be it'd be wrong to say that they don't lean left right they they do. He like Twitter's even admitted it, where uh most of their policies lean left and um most of their employees lean left. Um and not just Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of them. So uh, uh, an example that was used and it's a it's a pretty straightforward example whenever and it's not even that bad of a a, a conversation. It's actually a productive conversation in my opinion, but most people would take offense to it, where if you're talking about transgenderism, like on Twitter, for example, and someone is having a debate with a transgender person, from their perspective, which is more of a right-leaning slash conservative perspective, nine times out of ten, that's what it is. If they're making the argument that, hey, biologically, this is... Um, your gender slash sex, and it can't be changed. And then they're having a debate with a transgender person who says, hey, this is who I am, this is who I've always been, these are my pronouns, this is my name. And then they're just going back and forth. Well, if a company has a bias toward one side, this could just be an argument. People get riled up in arguments even online. I've I've gotten into my fair share of debates and had people send exclamation marks at me and type in all caps and and, and do the whole nine. So whenever they're enforcing a rule, they might look at that and be like, hmm, this person is harassing this other person because they're not like acknowledging 
who they would like to be acknowledged as, or they're not like um, like falling in line with their ideology. It you know. So then that creates this trend of like banning people and uh, deplatforming people and uh, policing what certain people say. Now, like a, like a, my question is. Is this based on what the general public believes to be, like, I guess, wrong? Or is this an ideology that a monopoly over public discourse has that they enforce? And if that is the case, well, regardless of what speech they are trying to either suppress or take off the platform, whether it's from the right or the left or the middle or the up or the down, it doesn't even matter. How do you police them? Because like I said, we, we've gone from this shift where people can't joke anymore. People can't have arguments. People can't have discussions because if it doesn't lean a certain way or if it doesn't agree with a certain ideology, then that is, deemed harassment or they are violating uh, the First Amendment because they are infringing upon someone else's rights. Which, most of the time, is just people want everyone to be nice to each other, which would be, like, great in an ideal world, but that's not the world that we live in. So you you essentially do the best that you can. But, like I said, if you are, like, telling jokes or something like that or having an intense... Uh, debate or conversation there's not a lot of room for like nice you know like um in the the roast that I was watching uh Caitlyn Jenner was on the roast formerly known as Bruce Jenner and everybody was cracking jokes about Caitlyn's transition from a dude to a woman from Bruce to Caitlyn. I'll describe it that way. Uh, and Caitlyn even went up there and started, like, cracking jokes or whatnot. I don't, I don't even know if it's, like, with a K or C or whatnot. Um, what? Hold on. Is it with a K or C? They said something. Caitlyn Jenner. It's with a C. I wonder if they still put Bruce... Caitlin Marie Jenner is an American media personality, political candidate, and retired Olympic gold medal uh, decathlete. Jenner played college football. Holy crap. For the Graceland, Graceland Yellow Jackets before incurring a knee injury and required surgery. Uh, convinced um, by Olympic... Something like that. I don't know. Not the point. Just trying to see if Caitlyn is spelled with a, a C. Because I don't want to get canceled for um saying the wrong letter. Anyways. So. I'm 71. Holy crap. How old is Chris? See, we're going off on a tangent here. Um, Chris is 65. Robert Kardashian. Oh, wow. He's not alive. Robert George Kardashian was an American attorney and businessman. He gained recognition as O.J. Simpson's friend and defense attorney. Wow. That's crazy. Interesting. Anyways, so the the point is, is that 
they were cracking jokes. And I don't think anybody, regardless of what community you come from, could survive that today. Now, should you be able to? Like I said, I don't, I don't really know. Because is it bullying? Is it just, is it just teasing people? Like, who knows? But that's the, that's the issue that we run into today, where everyone is on their toes because, I mean, you don't really know what to say. Now there's a right and a wrong thing definitively to say, but that has shifted drastically because of all these narratives out there about how specific people are treated um, and how they are supposed to be treated in opposition of the treatment that they're supposedly currently getting, right? Uh, so with those narratives being out there, it's like, like, do you even open your mouth anymore, right? So we talked about the, uh, like, uh, like in a, on a general level is censoring people, is canceling people, is uh, silencing people. Is it general? Like, do people have, the like, the same viewpoints that this is bad and that this is good and that this is what people can say and that this is what people can't say? Or is it based on ideology? But it's, it's, it's essentially the same thing when you look at it at, the, at, at a higher level. Whenever you're talking about political figures... Even even it doesn't even matter if they're political. They could just be famous or just have a lot of like a lot of clout, a lot of followers. It doesn't matter. Whenever they get to that position, right? People say some really crazy things, especially politicians. They lie all the time. They say whatever it is that they want to say. But it is so weird because one thing that Twitter started doing was they started like um like essentially like flagging tweets if they believe that it's uh, spreading misinformation about whatever the, the, the topic at hand is. But it's so weird because I don't see that being applied to as many, I guess, politicians as it could be. I only really see real big-time politicians, especially from a specific party or like or who believe in a specific ideology, who get those flags. So... That's where my, I guess, my concern comes in, where I'm like, is the, 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 the censorship, are we supposed to watch what we say because we're genuinely saying bad things, or has the, the, the world shifted to, to this, I don't even know, like, we're, we're like in a, in a time now where a specific way of thinking is now the standard, and if you don't think like that, if you don't speak like that, Whatever it is, I feel like I know what it is, but I think that can be implied, is if you're not in line with a specific ideology, then where the hell it, like where the hell do you go? How do you navigate, right? So when I was watching that roaster, I'm like, man, I feel bad for all these comedians because speak, speaking of Joe Rogan, I've seen him get so much flack. For anything he says on his podcast or maybe any jokes he makes, especially now that he's signed with Spotify, every other week I'm seeing a new thing that says a, a, a Spotify employee takes issue to something that Joe Rogan said, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, 
like I'm I'm so nervous that they're like gonna freaking form some like uh um I don't even know like um what's the word? It's not an initiation. Like um it's not ignition either. That's like something in your car. Um it's like a thing you make when you're like like trying to get a bunch of people to do something that you believe in or something like that. You know what I'm talking about, right? What is it called? What is it called? I need help. Um I'm not going to I'm not going to move on until I until I figure this word out. Um Initian? in let me look it up. Init and it, something. It's something with an in something. Initi initiative. Bingo. Is that what it is? Um, I guess so. I think that is initiative. Form some type of initiative to get him off the platform or whatnot. And I could one hundred percent see it happening, which is it's um it's not something that's like a reality right now. So at this point, it's like just pure speculation because he's still talking, but. The point is, is that the 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 farther along we go into whatever like new direction that we're headed in, the more that hate speech is no longer an opinion, but like a fact. Like like this is what hate speech is, and most likely, I deem it hate speech because I just disagree with whatever it is that you're saying. Like the the more we di- like fall into that and 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 dive into that realm, the more policed things will be. Like the the words that people say will be policed. I know that sentence didn't make any sense. The words are all over the place, but you get the point. So, I guess my question is: is like, how do you combat it? But then, if you combat it, then you're like anti all this stuff right so let's take black people for example i'm black so i feel as though i have a front row seat to everything that is said about the black community black people have been made out to be victims for quite some time now and there are a lot of black people not all black people but a lot of black people who lean into that lean into that victimhood and they embrace it a lot of the times is because it, it gets them ahead, you know, in life. They um, can shut somebody down because they are now a victim or they can uh, get ahead in a certain industry because people feel sorry for them. Whatever the case may be, they can do it because we have this card now, right? And that applies a lot of the time to what people say, right? Now... Whenever someone says something that is unsatisfactory to any any given black person, the the also common term that's racist gets thrown out there, right? And it's not just what people say, it's what people do. The Shakira Richardson situation where she got suspended from the Olympics because she got caught uh or she tested positive for THC. That that was something that they did as a result of something that she did and they were called racist for it. So it's even more prevalent when someone is like saying something, right? Um, I saw some dude tweet something. I forgot what he said. 
in the tweet. The tweet was a racist, but he uh, characterized black people as uh, the blacks. And I know that doesn't go over well with a lot of people, but I didn't think twice twice of it because a couple hours earlier, I saw this black girl tweet out whatever she tweeted out. And in her tweet, she was referencing white people, but called them crackers, right? And I didn't see anybody going after... And the, the, these tweets get a lot of traction. They go viral because, you know, they're saying something inspirational or whatever the case may be. But she tweeted that, and I didn't see anybody, like, get on her case for it, even though that's, you know, like, you're just just call them people. Or if you want to just say white people, just be specific, right? Or whites. I've heard that before, too. But I saw so many people dog this this guy out because they believe that that's racist. And I've even said it before on here. I feel as though we say it so much. We lose... We, we, we are slowly but surely losing the idea of what the term racism, racist, whatever you want to call it. We're losing the idea of what that term actually means. Now, I believe that some things can be racially insensitive, but just being straight up racist, a lot of the stuff that people claim are racist are not because they don't fit the definition, right? But that's the the issue that the one of the biggest issues that I see when transitioning into a world where you have to watch your tongue at every turn because you might get canceled or you might get uh, labeled something that will most likely stick with you for God knows how long, um, most likely for the rest of your life. Because if you're dealing with a, a specific group of people, then, you know, they have some hell to bring down on you. Now, um, it, it was insane because uh, I don't know if any, anybody knows who Ann Coulter is. But I was watching these roasts, and for some reason, she decided to go on there. Now, that was, in hindsight, a horrible idea. But she's a conservative, like, media personality or, or whatnot. She's written books. She's been a lawyer, all this stuff like that. But the, the thing that people notice all the time is your political ideology. Whether you're a liberal, conservative, Republican, Democrat... That's all people care about. And the only time that the only thing that people notice about her is that she is a conservative. Now, she was on the she was on this roast. I might even should I should I play it? She was on this roast and people were just going after her. Like they were uh, and and it was like I said I'm, I'm I was laughing cuz that's that's what it's meant to be is meant to be you know, like funny or whatnot. Um but like people like they like she was like the main attraction. The roast wasn't even meant for her. It was meant for a completely different guy, and somehow she took over the show, essentially just based on uh like her ideology and what she might like say on like TV or something like that. And uh, hold on, let me let me actually see if I can uh let me see if I can find it. They went in. Hold on. Oh yeah. It's uh and it was so crazy because um anytime they cut to the camera, 
they just, uh, oh my goodness. She just looks so pissed. And I'm like, yeah, like, the point of it is a rose, so it's like, you know, like, I feel like if I was there, I'd be having the time of my life, because a lot of these are funny. But, um, let me find the part. Oh, yeah, here it is. Man, they went, they, oh my goodness, they went in on her. And she was pissed. She was not having it. She was not having it at all. I'm going to shut up. People call Rob Lowe a bad actor, but that's only because they never saw him tell his wife he didn't f*** that nanny. Jewel is here, or as I call her, Trailer Swift. Jewel, I do not want to badmouth you since God already did. No. I think your smile is cute. I feel like your teeth are like the Spice Girls. You know, they're all different colors and they're like doing their own thing. So that's fun. Oh my God. And without Fuhrer ado, Ann Coulter. to be like a real life super villain you know like i'd ask you how you sleep at night but i'd assume just upside down in a robe of 101 dalmatians <laughs> ann coulter has written 11 books 12 if you count mein Kampf. yes ann's been called things like a racist anti-semitic homophobic a white supremacist and that's just while getting plowed by bill maher the only person you will ever make happy is the Mexican who digs your grave. I do want to say, first of all, as a feminist, uh, I can't support everything that's being said up here tonight. But uh, as somebody that hates Ann Coulter, I'm delighted. So. But you get the point. They, like, went in on her, right? They went in on her. Some people might think it's funny. Some people might think it's crossing the line. I mean, they're comedians. It's kind of their job is to cross the line. Like I said, it has to be done nowadays in a controlled setting where you understand that that is the point. Um, because if not, then then you're going to get canceled. And, you know, like, it's nobody's business. But the, the the point that I just wanted to make is that, like I said, if you say something that, I mean, some people might disagree with, but it's not necessarily right. Now, I'm not sure if they, like, saw something that, um, like, or were referring to something that she specifically has said that might have been racist or whatnot. But nine times out of ten, if you lean on one side of the spectrum as opposed to the other, then terms like that get thrown around more often than not. But throughout the entire roast, people were just like referring to her as being like a racist or like like supporting the KKK or freaking Hitler or, or or whatever whatever the case may be right and that's the point is that nowadays the reason is so is so dangerous to to police speech at, at such a scale that is being policed at now is because whenever you assign these labels to somebody based on the fact that you don't agree with whatever it is that they're saying, those things stick, 
right? Now, this was, in my opinion, just in good fun. Like I said, they're comedians or whatnot. But people assign these labels to to individuals every single day, right? And and it's so easy to do so now. We live in this technological age where everyone can say whatever is on their mind in, you know, in about a second and almost always have no, like, consequences for it. They don't really have to deal with anybody or any backlash from it. They can just say whatever they want to say and move on regardless of of how that affects somebody else. And it, I guess it could sound hypocritical because if, like, you're teasing somebody or making fun of somebody, that could affect them as well. But um, I guess where the, the danger really comes in is when you see these people herd together and form these initiatives to label something or someone or an entity as something or take them down or, or, or take them off the platform or whatever because they don't like what they said or what they did. So like I said, if you want to look at the Olympics, if the Olympics wasn't an international competition, if it wasn't a global competition, and when it was just based in the United States, right? And they're being called a rate like racist and, and all this stuff like that because they're not letting this this young lady run because she broke a rule. They they probably would have caved, honestly. Probably would have caved because they don't want to be labeled as that. Now, like I said, lucky for them, they're a global competition. So it's kind of hard for just like, you know, like a a bunch of pissed off like teenagers and, and 20 and 30-year-olds on Twitter going after the Olympics as a whole, you know, trying to call them racist and trying to bully them into uh you know, going against the the enforcement of the rules or whatnot, but it's much easier to do something like that on, on a on a lower scale. And the reason it's so easy, like I said, is because we we transition into this time where you really, really, really have to watch what you say. And 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 like I said, when I say that, I'm like, you don't just get to say whatever you want to say. That's not the point. But you also can't really say anything anymore, right? That that that's just how it how it seems. So, and not even how it it just seems like that. That's the reality. Is that you say certain things and 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 in a different time period, you know, people would have maybe laughed or just brushed it off or just dealt with it, but. We live in a in a world now where um where like I said, people can see anything, especially in, in record time. So um you know, so 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 the 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 prospect of news traveling fast isn't as um beneficial as at least I thought it might have been. Because, like I said, people can 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 see anything now. They can they can hear anything, just like that. And to a degree, is beneficial. Like, I wouldn't want to record this and then have to like like I don't know like edit it and then. I mean, well, it's a podcast, so there's not much like editing, but like burn it, put it on a CD, and then like go like 
like drop it off at people's houses. Imagine having to do that for like every single episode. That would be that would be so tedious. Um and just like just very unnecessary, especially living in today's age where you really don't have to do that, right? But whenever you're talking about news and and just w- whatever somebody said, right? We have it like at our at our fingertips. So you can see that immediately, immediately. And then that that's where the, the hounds come in, right? That's where the hounds come in. And because uh, because we live in this technological age, right, there are many people who put on a, a certain, like, facade. They They portray their life as being this, even though it might not be. So there are many people... Many, especially kids, who look at these people, and maybe they look up to them. Maybe they want to be like them. Maybe they want to model their like their life after them, right? And the the issue with that is that 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 essentially prevents them from um, from experiencing any real world scenarios that that toughen them up. Now, I'm not saying you got to be a stone cold killer and you have to have no emotion at all but as we become more i guess technologically advanced and i put that in quotes in our real lives we've become um weaker and we've regressed right the reason we want to cancel people so much the reason we want to police speech at any level is because the, the 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 slightest thing hurts our feelings, but that's because we're not equipped to deal with really anything that is uncomfortable, that produces some adversity. We're just not equipped to deal with that. I'm pretty sure at a certain point in time we were as human beings, but nowadays is um, we're just not. Especially like like let's say you post a picture and get a bunch of likes. Say you get 10 likes. The the dopamine hit to your brain will trick you into thinking that that like good things come like that. Snap of a finger. Just do something real small and then bam, you get it. And you're over the moon. But then, like I said, once you step into the real world and deal with real people, you have real conversations, real in-person conversations. You deal with real scenarios, and you face some real adversity. If all you've seen is the internet and just how to interact on the internet and 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 what whatever else you do on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever the case may be, you're not going to be able to deal with real life once it hits you. Like once it really, really hits you, you're not going to be able to deal with it. You're gonna be confused and 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 susceptible to to all the bad stuff that 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 comes with life, and I don't even want to necessarily call it. I guess I guess some stuff is bad, yeah, but just circumstances, right? A lot of life is what you make it. So if you are presented with circumstances and you choose to have a smile on your face and you choose to deal with it. That's just the type of person that you are. But a lot of people nowadays don't know how to do that, especially kids. Kids who are like slightly younger than me, probably my age, probably slightly older. 
don't know how to deal with really anything, right? Grew up on the internet, currently growing up on the internet. This is what you know. So you you might you might subconsciously fall back on the idea that you have to police whatever someone says or whatever someone does, even if it doesn't necessarily infringe upon whatever it is that you're doing or your rights. Because, like I said, you haven't been equipped to 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 deal with those things, to take those things on and to run through them. And not run through them as in, like I said, like canceling people, but just dealing with them, right? So... It, it it produces a new generation of this. The, the the stuff that we're seeing now, which is you better be careful about what it is that you say. You have to be. I mean, I feel as though you should always be careful, but like I said, you can no longer be as loose or as uh, free-flowing with your words as you probably used to be. Which is, like I said, it's just very, very interesting. Because even when you're, like I said, even when you're not, like, trying to make jokes or, or say anything offensive, maybe you're just trying to have a conversation, like a productive one. That 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 even has some, like, red tape. You know? Like, um, I, I'm in uh, college right now. And there was, um, I was in, like, a full, I think it was what was it, philosophy? I think it was in a philosophy class. And whenever I'm talking about a subject or whatnot, very rarely am I like a sheep where someone on the news or on social media, I used to be, but very rarely am I now, simply because, like I said, I already experienced it. I didn't really like it, so I decided to abstain from doing that but very rarely will I just see like somebody's perspective on tv or on the news and then go with that and then just run with that forever in regards to like my opinions or whatnot they're not set in stone it's just my opinions are what they are at the moment now if someone has a conversation with me and maybe they show me something that I never knew then that's great and I'm always opening open wow I'm always open to listening to people, let me let me restart that sentence because I just stuttered like twenty times in my head. I'm always open to listen to people. There we go. About their perspectives and their point of views, I feel as though how that's how people should be all around, right? More open, more compassionate about other people's perspectives. But with that comes not like I said, not being married to one ideology or one viewpoint that means that you have the willingness to see things from various different perspectives did i say that right too various different wow that that's kind of redundant actually from various perspectives we'll say that from various perspectives now the issue with doing that is that the second you do that the people who are married to one ideology think that you're racist or or homophobic or a bigot or whatever the case may be. So I was doing this discussion board for this philosophy class about abortion. Now you have the people who are set in stone on one side of the discussion and another side of the discussion. 
Now, I'm assuming that because this is a philosophy class, you want me to open my mind and to explore different, um, I guess, like uh, perspectives about the topics at hand, right? So I attempted to do that. Now, I have my own personal uh, viewpoints on it. Of course, everybody has them, like I just said. Everyone has their own, like, their, their, everyone has a viewpoint on something, right? And I'm open to listening to other viewpoints, as I just said. But I'm, I'm doing my best to, to, to see both, well, not even just both, many different sides of the discussion. Because the argument that was presented presented many different um, perspectives to the argument at hand. And... For the discussion, there were certain requirements that the that the instructor required you to complete, whether it was a certain amount of words or in a format. And then after you completed it, all you had to do was give your opinion, right? On whatever um whatever the like the specific prompt was. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but so I did that. I made sure that I had checked off all the boxes and did what I had to do. And then I gave my opinion. That was, uh, in hindsight, that was a mistake. Now I, I do it again because um, I don't. I I I really could. I, I don't give a damn what like time period we live in necessarily. In the in regards to me, like not saying whatever it is that I want to say or or feeling whatever it is that I want to feel. I, it don't matter how policed we get in today's society. If you believe what you believe, like I said, you 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 stand on it, you are firm in it. That doesn't mean that you're not open to other ideas. That just means that you're not so easily pushed around, um, because someone disagrees with whatever it is that you're saying. Now the issue here was that the person who apparently disagreed with whatever I was saying was my teacher because I had gotten A's on all the other discussion boards. Discussion boards aren't hard at all. They're very easy. A lot of it is just giving your opinion. You just have to make sure that you have the uh the right like like things in place, whatever they want you to have specifically. You just need to make sure that you have that. And then ultimately it's just giving your opinion and then like responding to other people. If you're in college, especially nowadays you know what it is that I'm talking about, but I gave my opinion, and she gave, I think she gave me like a D or something like that, I'm like, what, like, what the hell did did, did this happen, so I emailed her, I'm like, I did this, I did this, I did this, the last thing that I just had to do was just get my opinion, now, I'm doing my research, and I'm looking up stuff, so I'm not, like, trying to sound ignorant to all the various different sides of the argument, so based on the research that I did, here is my opinion on those arguments, right? And she gave me a D. So I'm like, oh, that, that's crazy, right? Because the only thing that you could possibly give me a D on is what I said from my own perspective. Because I did this, I did this, and the directions were very clear. So it's not like I like didn't know whatever it is that she expected from me. So I told her, I'm like, you know, like, like what the hell is up? Like, why didn't I didn't say that specifically? I wish I would have, but... Um, I'm like, what, like, what's up? Like, you just 
gave me this low grade. I did this. I did this. I did this. The only thing that was required left, uh, the last requirement, was just my opinion on the the prompt at hand. And then she's like, oh, well, I thought you meant this or whatnot. I'm like, you know, but she just, it seemed like you were like putting it in this format or whatnot. I'm like, no, I didn't. I meant this. And then she's like, oh, well, you know, just next time, you know, she said some, she said some BS. And I'm like, okay, well, we have another one of these coming up. I can't do a discussion board about this topic again if this is how it's going to be scored, right? Not because I'm like, I I just can't take the fact that I got to see if I didn't meet the requirements, you know, uh, the stuff that you specifically asked before our opinion, then okay, I'll take my C and I'll move on. And I mean, I ultimately I had to, she didn't change the grade, which I mean, it is what it is. Um, but that, that was the part that just blew my mind because I'm like, wow. Like we, like I said, it's not even, it's no longer just, um, you know, like just, Hey, you said something mean or you said something that was hateful or, or wrong just in, in general, this is trickling into like, like everything now, like it's entertainment, sports, school, like so I just told her I'm like I can't do this again if you're if this is how you're going to score it if, if if the mindset that you're going into in terms of grading an opinion when it's on topic is you are going to insert your own personal beliefs or whatnot to counteract whatever it is that I'm saying even though it's not your job we are slowly but surely moving into that age of everything will be policed and the red tape that 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 will be present would be is going to be astronomical right so and like i said i'm 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 100% open to different like points of view and whatnot that's the whole point of doing this right it's to have these discussions and then whenever we talk to somebody else whether they agree with me or disagree with me, see where does it they come from specifically. Because it doesn't matter what we agree on or disagree on, everyone has their own specific viewpoints, their own experiences, and those are valuable, right? Those are valuable to exchange. But we can't even do that anymore because then we have conversations about things we disagree with, and that is considered hate speech or, or, or it falls in that category. Right. So I don't know. It it is this it is very, very, very interesting. That's why I would love to talk to a comedian about this. Like 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 how do you feel about um you know, like the, 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 the age that we're moving into, how do you feel about people uh policing everything that, that people say or do? It's even even with this whole pandemic, where you have a, a vaccine that was supposedly created under a year, for some people, they want to take it, for others, they don't. But it's just very interesting, because for the people who don't, regardless if you've taken it or not, you can objectively see. Now, if you don't admit to this, then, like I said, that's 
I don't know what the hell you're looking at, but you can objectively see that people who don't take it, especially those who who have their reasons, but don't really have to explain it to other people, but they just say, hey, I just don't want to take it. The, the, the hate that they get in the, in the backlash that, that falls upon them is just, it's insane to me because they are not saying, they're not doing what, all these other people want them to do, right? So, like freaking uh, Cuomo, that that guy, the the governor of New York, um, Andrew Cuomo, said in a he said in like a freaking um, he said in a press conference today, he's like uh, we need to go door to door. I'm I mean I might find it. Let me find it. He's like we need to go door to door and we need to um and we need to like persuade these people to to get this vaccine. We need to get them in a car. We need to take them to like some vaccination site and we need to get this shot in their arm. That's the mission. I'm like, "Bro, all that because somebody said they didn't want to get a freaking vaccine. You you're making it a mission now to hunt them down." <laughs> To hunt them down and to and to to shove a shot up their arm. That's not like weird at all, right? That's not weird at all. Let me let me see if I can find this. So I'm like, yeah, here it is. It's like the craziest thing ever. Like, bro's like, I don't even know. Hold on, let me let me play this real quick. And we have to get in those communities, and we have to knock on those doors, and we have to convince people and put them in a car and drive them and get that vaccine in their arm. That is the mission. <laughs> like what? Because somebody said that they didn't want to get it. Now, like I said, whatever you believe or what, I mean, it's like this is in response to what people, and anytime someone says something, I've seen this a lot too, anytime somebody says that they don't want to get it, and they like like post articles about the reasoning or whatnot or why they don't. I've seen Twitter, you know, get jump on there and, and and flag it as misinformation, even though they're like to said they're citing their sources and they're posting where it is that they're getting this information from. So you see that there is a bias in in, in all these various different industries, and it is kind of alarming because for people who who don't agree with the the masses who are in the minority i don't know it's just is 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 very 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 alarming to see how how their life will be because whatever they say is policed it's flagged and whatever they do it's ridiculed and then those people who are ridiculing it are essentially by force now trying to get them to do something else, something that they want them to do, right? I don't know. It's interesting. It is very, very interesting how we ended up at this point. You know, um, I can imagine being a, a, a comedian right now. I, I I love comedy. I love it. I love watching uh you know, I, I've watched these roasts before. I love watching those. Netflix has a whole bunch of uh, 
like comics. I know I'm not old enough to hear all of his old stuff like live, but I love listening to like Dave Chappelle and and even Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's like a low key um at least from my perspective, like a low key comedian who's like really, really funny. But you probably know him for like movies more than anything else. Um but is it is is it'll be very very interesting within like the next few years to see like the landscape of that industry and how it either goes up or goes down based on on like the 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 way that society is moving in in, in the sense that that many many topics are off limits off limits because of um the sensitive nature of the of the world we live in today. It's very, very, very interesting. Yeah. Like even um like like I said, what talk shows, podcasts, for example, they're so hard to 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 do. Not because it's it is difficult to understand the concept of recording your voice and, and putting it out there. But just the the, the mental uh, the mental side of it, like to mentally prepare yourself to say something that people will not agree with or to have a conversation with somebody about a topic that most people um, are, are sensitive to. It, it, I don't know. It, it, it's crazy how, like I said, we how we got here. It's crazy. And, and as I said earlier, yeah, I have my opinions on it, but I'm more curious than every, than anything. More curious than anything because, um, because I mean, I, 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 I've never been known to say anything like too like brash or whatnot. Like, I make jokes with my friends and, and, you know, like in my family or whatnot. And it's, and it, it's actually really good because my family is really diverse, you know, black, white, across the board, my family is very diverse. So, it's good to know that you have people that you can like joke with and, and really say anything with. You have that set group of people. So that if you do go out in the world and they start like freaking out because like you said, you, you, I don't know, you like breathe the wrong way or you blink the wrong way or you did something. It doesn't even matter anymore. Anything really. It's good to know that you can come back to a specific group of people and 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 always have that that that, and always be able to be loose with them in a sense. You know, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, the whole the way the world's going is just it it it's I don't know blows my mind, honestly. But shout out to all the comedians out there. Comedy is funny. That's the thing. Justice for comedy, right? Or protect comedy. Some some a lot of hashtags are going around. Some like um, SOS comedy. The last episode was SOS Cuba. Shout out to all the Cubans fighting for their freedom out there. SOS speech comedy, whatever you want to call it. I guess I don't know. Like I said, we're heading down some weird path. I feel like I'm just gonna observe it and just see. See what every see how the world is gonna be different in like the next like three to five years and and I I don't know America might follow Canada's footsteps and 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 police what they would call it but you know you know how crazy that would be 
the government deemed what hate speech was and then um, policed it on the scale that these, like, tech companies are doing it and, like, criminalized it. And I'm not talking about no, like, like, like sending death threats or, like, doxing people or anything like that. Those are obvious ones. But, like, like that lady, she said, why are all men dumb? Now, I'm a man. I don't think I'm dumb. But I'm not going to, like, lose sleep over, like, some woman on, on, like, Facebook saying that all men are dumb. I know I'm not dumb. I feel as though we've grown up in a society where, like I said earlier, our lives are on social media. People portray their life on social media. And growing up as a kid, you um, you you see how your life, how you want your life to be through social media. You see all these people on social media. A lot of them are just flexing. You know, they're not really living the type of life that they're living. But people see that. And they try to replicate that, even though a lot of the times it's not possible because what they're trying to replicate is fake. It's false. It's not real. But in doing so, they then require validation from other people who are on the Internet as though that validation matters, right? Like these are people you're most likely never going to meet. You're never going to know. And even if you do meet them, a lot of people come and go. Like, especially after you leave high school, leave high school, you probably talk to hundreds of people in high school. You leave high school, and it doesn't matter which route you take, that the that amount of, them, the amount of people that you talk to, that you interact with, it goes down significantly. A lot of the times, it might go down to zero, honestly, especially if you're doing something right. <laughs> that number goes down to zero, almost zero. You know, within that range, I'll say like zero to five, ten at the most, but that's pushing it. Um, but yeah, we live in a society now where we like genuinely care about what people say on the internet, and it like does something to us. Honestly, I can't tell you how many times I've been in a like a debate on Twitter. And I've gotten cussed out, and people have talked about my mom and all that stuff like that, and I'm just like. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just like move on with my life because I don't know these people, but I'm like getting riled up and like losing my mind. This could be some freaking robot. This could be a dog, a dog who learned how to. Imagine that. Imagine if um, Tracy one one nine on Twitter was calling me a, a a a mean name, and it turns out it was like her freaking dog who like just taught himself how to get on Twitter and how to argue with people, how to type, how to send emojis, how to cuss, <laughs> and I'm getting pissed off. So I'm like, think about it like that, right? And then maybe we we can pump the brakes on, on hey, we got to be uber sensitive and we have to stop people from just saying whatever it is that they want to say. Some people are knuckleheads, um... You know, who just get on the internet and just mess around or whatnot. I mean, but at the end of the day, I mean, if you're if you're causing physical harm to somebody or inciting violence or doing anything like that, obviously that should be policed. But man, what a dangerous world it will be if the government criminalizes speech, hate speech, as they like to call it. On like 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 things like imagine if she went to jail or got fined because she said why are men so dumb? That'd be crazy, right? That'd be the, we might as well just rebrand ourselves. 
And anytime someone comes in this country, welcome to North Korea, right? Like, um, but like I said, you can tell where the bias leans because, um, like I said, regardless if you think it was right or not, they, um, Twitter removed a Republican president. But imagine if the government start criminalizing speech, right, and and whatnot. If um if most of the country either genuinely believes in one ideology or they've been led to believe in one ideology, that means insulting the other one doesn't matter. It won't get policed. It won't get checked. And that is dangerous as well because you kind of see it when, like, in regards to, like, people who get banned or whatnot, especially from Twitter. Um, so, I don't know. That's a dangerous world. I re- really don't want to think about it because, um, I don't know. It's, it's, um, seems like more of a possibility nowadays, but God help us if that ever does happen. Speaking of criminalization, I, 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 I guess I kind of feel for, I don't know if I feel, but I guess I understand now. Um, I'm almost, I'm almost 21, right? Almost 21. I wanted to sports bet so bad. That's what I wanted to do. Now, the good thing about sports betting is I don't really have to say much. I can just watch sports, bet on it, and I don't got to worry about anybody canceling me. But I didn't realize how many states sports betting was illegal in. So I was thinking about all the times where I've talked about like other things and um and like the topic of weed came up and I'm like, man, this must be with like like real hardcore weed like heavy weed smokers must feel like if they live in a state where like smoking weed is illegal. It's like why is this even a rule? Like, and I was thinking that, I'm like, wow. I've been thinking about sports betting ever since I, like, turned 20, right? I it I don't know how I found out about it, but it just came across, and I'm like, ooh, that looks interesting. I want to do that when I turn 21. And today I looked, because I'm, I'm getting closer, and I'm like, yes, I'm almost there. And I, I looked, and I'm like, what the hell? It's illegal in so many states. Like, I, 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 hold on, let me look. Um, where is it legal? Mm, crap, I had it up. Let me let me look one more time. Um, is sports betting legal? There we go. Um, there's a key here. So there's a map. Um, with five colors, gray, blue, red, light green, and dark green. So the gray states, um, is, um, sports betting will be possibly legal in 2021 or 2022. The blue states, it's legal, but it's pending. Um, in the light green states, it's legal in retail. So like brick and mortar, um, like casinos or whatnot. Um, in the dark green, it's legal online, which is where you really want it to be legal. And then in in the in the red, it's it's um it'll be legal in 
2023 or after 2023 or never. Um, I'm surprised California is in that category, which is crazy. But, but yeah, in terms of the ones where it's legal, like online, one, two, three, out of the 50 states, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Like 14 or 15 states allow legalized online sports betting, which is just heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Because there are 50 states in this country. 50. 5 0. And it is hard. I think they're, I, I read somewhere they're trying to make Washington, D.C. a state. I don't know if that like, had any substance to it. But I, I just saw that. And I'm like, man, that just ruined my entire mood so I guess I understand to some degree where people come from about certain like laws or rules or whatnot now I'm not an advocate for going out and breaking those rules I'm like if you just don't like the rule then try to address the rule itself so that you can do it in a legal manner um but yeah I was highly disappointed highly disappointed because it just doesn't make any sense. I saw something. It's like, like it's a political issue, or like certain states just don't agree with it on a moral level. But I'm like, I don't know. That's weird. Like I feel like every state has a casino. What's the difference between betting on a bunch of slots and then like trying to place a ten dollar bet that the Bucks are gonna win the finals, and you get like a freaking ninety thousand dollar payout if like the 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 odds are insane. Because I didn't think the Bucks were going to win the finals. Imagine if I could bet on sports and I bet on the Bucks. Now, I didn't. I bet on the Suns in my head, so I, I would have lost. So I guess for that reason, it's good. But in, in, in hindsight, I feel as though I would have bet on the Bucks if I had some money on the line. That's just disappointing. So just, um, I don't know. Ho- hopefully that... um. Hopefully that gets legalized before um, speech gets illegalized or becomes illegal. Illegalized, I don't think is a word. Whatever, I just made it up. New word. We just made it up. Um, yeah, hopefully that becomes legalized before speech becomes illegal because I need something to do if I'm not going to be able to talk. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just, that's just the craziest thing to me. America's a weird place, dude. The the world as a whole, but America's just so freaking weird. You find something new about this country every day. Um, but yeah, hashtag made sports, make sports betting illegal across the entire country. It's a long hashtag, but it's one that's um, it's worth putting out. I think I just said make sports betting illegal. I meant make sports betting legal. <laughs> hashtag make sports betting legal. In the United States. That's what I meant to say. You already knew that, though. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And, uh, yeah. Bye. Catch new episodes of Think For Yourself anywhere that you listen to podcasts. That being Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many others that will be linked in the description on any platform that you're on. Also, subscribe. It's free. 
It takes like two seconds, and it lets you know whenever we release an episode. Uh, So, yeah, do that. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys. And, yeah, bye.